Yo, 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 it's your boy Chris here, you want the only data bunny. And in tonight's article, we're going to be talking about diabetes, right? So we see in here, uh, for those who are watching the visual experience, we see the article says, diabetes, artificial pancreas tech recommended for thousands on NHS, right? So NHS is like their, um, the European healthcare system. So that's what NHS is. And this article is on BBC. An article written by Philippa Roxby. So let's get into it. More than 100,000 people in England and Wales with type 1 diabetes could soon be offered new technology to manage their condition on the NHS, right? The system uses a glucose sensor under the skin to automatically calculate how much insulin is delivered via a pump. Health assessor said... It was the best way of controlling diabetes, barring a cure. Hmm, that's pretty interesting. A charity said it would transform lives and was the closest thing to a working pancreas. The National Institute of Health and Care Excellent, NICE, the health body recommending the technology, said a more cost-effective price still had to be agreed with manufacturers so it seems like this technology is uh, still pretty expensive so in trials it improved quality of life and reduced the risk of long-term health complications approximately 400,000 people are currently living with type 1 diabetes in the UK including around 29,000 children their pancreas produces no or very little insulin an important hormone which helps turn food into energy. So they have to closely monitor levels of sugar or glucose in the blood and top up levels of insulin every day of their lives using injections or an insulin pump. This new technology does that automatically, virtually mimicking the function of a pancreas, although it still requires information on food intake to work accurately. This technology has been proven to give the best control of managing type 1 diabetes and should make things like amputations, blindness, and kidney problems possibly a thing of the past, said Professor Partha Carr, National Specialty Advisor for Diabetes at NHS England. The quality of life this technology gives to those using it is huge, he added. So as we're scrolling down here, we're seeing a visual uh diagram of the device with the little human figure here uh and it says artificial pancreas how does it work so you one we have a sensor under the skin that automatically measures blood sugar of the glucose levels right number two um the readings are sent wirelessly to a pump which calculates the amount of insulin required so it looks like this um this pump also you can monitor it on your smartphone which is number three users can monitor readings on a smartphone which also allows them to input the amount of carbohydrates being eaten at meals so it allows someone with type 1 diabetes to go about their daily life without stressing over whether their blood sugar is too high or too low and therefore dangerous yasmin hopkins 27 from london had struggled to maintain her blood sugar level since she was diagnosed at the age of 12 she took part in trials of the new technology and told the BBC she found it liberating. I wake up now and I can do a normal day's work or go on a dog walk 
without being concerned, she said. The kit has been described as a step towards an artificial pancreas. This is wild, man. This is wild. All right. So cost too high, right? So this is this is where we always hit the roadblock with new technologies. That's very innovative. Is the cost is too high, so it takes time for this technology to get cheaper over time. So under draft recommendations, Nice said the system should first be offered to patients in England and Wales unable to control their their diabetes, including pregnant women, which could be around 100,000 people in England alone. Anyone can have their say on the guidance until Tuesday, the 31st January, on the NICE website. Negotiations on a cost-effective price for the technology, called a closed hybrid loop system, are still to take place, however. The technology currently costs nearly 6,000, I guess, what is that, pounds? Or euros, I think I, I think pounds. But Nice says <laughs> it wants to agree a price for the NHS that is fair to taxpayers. Hillary Nathan, policy director at JDRF, the type one diabetes charity, which has funded research into the system for many years, said it was a game changing treatment at the forefront of health technology and artificial intelligence. If approved, she said. It would transform the lives of people living with type 1 in England and Wales, reduce deaths from glucose high and lows, and cut the risk of long-term health issues from the condition. It's the closest thing you can get to a working pancreas, she added. The technology is already being rolled out in Scotland, where an additional 14.6 million, excuse me if I'm wrong, pounds or euros, I always get those two confused, that little logo thing right there. It's being spent on making sure people with type 1 diabetes can use it. The system has been licensed for use by the UK regulator, the MHRA. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's probably pounds because we're talking about the UK. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's pounds. Uh, so, yeah, type 1 diabetes is a different condition to type 2 diabetes, which is much more common. So, yeah, my uh, parents, they're both type 2 diabetics. And, uh, yeah, and I, 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 that's, that's pretty much a lot, uh, especially in the, um, in the black community, you see a lot more, uh, type two diabetics than type one. Um, but that goes with everything too, as well. So, um, type, so while both cause blood, blood glucose levels to be higher than normal, type one is an autoimmune condition where the body attacks cells in the pancreas. So with type one, you know, they're, they're talking about pretty much it's an autoimmune uh, condition. And, you know, this is something that the body does to itself. It, it attacks cells in the pancreas, right? And people with type two, the cells in the body become resistant to insulin. And so more is needed to keep blood glucose levels within a normal range. So with type two, you know, the cells in the body become more resistant to that insulin, right? So the body... Uh, so you need to pretty much like inject more insulin into you. That's pretty much, um, you know, if, you, if you're if you a type 2 diabetic and you have that shot or whatever, that's pretty much what that shot is. You're shooting your body with that insulin um, because your body is like become more resistant to it. So you need more of it, right? So it can usually be controlled through diet, exercise, and close monitoring. So again, right, with type 2, um, if you have it, um, you can you can easily control it with uh, your dieting 
exercise and just closely monitoring it. Yeah, some people can't um, do like the exercise. Maybe they're older, right? Uh, maybe just moving around the house if you can. Um, controlling what you eat. Stuff like that. Just closely monitor um, the situation. But yeah, this is just a, uh, a little small article here on that. And it's pretty cool how we're getting close to the point now where technology can pretty much replace like physical um, organs, right? If money wasn't a thing, we probably would have already had like uh, artificial eyeballs, artificial hearts. Well, we kind of do already have hearts, uh, artificial hearts. But all types of artificial stuff, of course, wasn't a you know, huge roadblock. But, you know, you still got to make money to make this stuff, right? So uh, that's pretty uh, it's pretty decent. Um, that's the end of the article here. Um, I, that's pretty cool. I like stuff like this. Uh, I like covering, like, the good news of technology. You know, we all hear about layoffs and all this, this other stuff that's going on. That's actually, uh, I've covered that already. But uh, I wanted to cover something that was, like, you know, Letting you all see the progression of technology. That's that's more of what this uh, podcast is too, as well. Not so much of the the doom and gloom news, but actually the news of what new technology we're seeing and the advances in it. Uh, that's what I really want to give out to the world. So, yeah, that's it, uh, guys. Um, I hope you all have a good night. Um, see you all again. All right, bye.